And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. A gracious welcome, as Lily Tomlin used to say, to everybody joining us for another edition of Greenlight Reviews, the show on which we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Ringy-Ding-Ding, Elder. (laughs) Gracious good afternoon to you too, Les. (laughs) To mimic Lily. Absolutely. We're going to talk about a film today called Everybody's Fine, written and directed by Kirk Jones and starring Robert De Niro. And thinking about the title, Everybody's Fine, Mm -hmm. we are here to tell you Mm -hmm. that it ain't. It ain't so fine, huh? (laughs) (laughs) They tried. They tried hard. Oh, yes, they did. Because this is a film about a dysfunctional family. Robert De Niro plays Frank Good. He is a recent widower. He has invited all his kids to come and join him for a kind of a celebration, a kind of a get-together. But they all, all turn him down for one reason or another. And he is so bent out of shape about this that he says, okay, if they won't come to me, I'll go to them. And he travels all over the place to see his four children, all of whom live in different parts of the country. By the way, he's not supposed to fly, so he takes trains and he takes Greyhound buses. Well, he's not supposed to fly. He has kind of a heart condition. Right. And he's on a certain kind of medication. He also, and this is such a big plot point in this movie, he also chooses not to call any of his children to tell them that he's going to be spending some time with them. This, of course, creates problems when he gets to their homes. Most of them are busy, and that's, of course, a big part of the story. Of course. And the more that happens to him, the worse you feel for him. And eventually, this film turns into a very morose mm-hmm. It's gloom and doom. Exactly. Thank you. I agree. (laughs) You know, and I have to say that De Niro, even though he's a man of immense talents, it's almost impossible for him to save this movie. He is glum. I would call him a gloomy Gus from the moment the movie begins all the way straight through. I know that he's one of our finest film actors, but I just think that it's really difficult to pull a dull character like this who's depressed out of that kind of morass and bring it up and make the audience enjoy the movie. You just can't have a good time watching Everybody's Fine. Well, three of his children are played in this film by big stars. Drew Barrymore plays Rosie. Mm -hmm. Kate Beckinsale plays Amy. Sam Rockwell plays Robert. And his fourth child, his youngest son, David, whom we never really meet in this film. And at one point, he's talking to Rosie, to Drew Barrymore. Right. And he says, why don't you kids ever talk to me? Why didn't you ever talk to me? You always talk to mom. And Drew Barrymore says, well, mom was always a good listener, and you're a good talker. Right. Now, come on, folks. We've all seen Robert De Niro in a million movies. He is a great actor, a great talker. I don't think so. Way. Okay. Here's what I think works in the movie. The concept is certainly interesting, and I also think it's one that many, many people will identify with, and that is that parents and kids don't tell each other the whole truth because they want to spare their feelings. That's, you know, a universal truth. And for that reason, I think many of the people that I watched the movie with thoroughly enjoyed this picture. I didn't, but I noted that in the audience, many of the senior citizens seeing the picture liked the picture, and they loved Robert De Niro, and everything that he did tickled them. I didn't find the movie remotely funny. There is a scene when he's on the train, and he's talking to a woman sitting across from him, Mm -hmm. and he's telling her to look out the window, tell me what you see, because that was my whole life. And she's looking out the window of the train, and she 
She says, houses, cars, trees, trees rocks. No, no. Well, yeah, there are rocks out there, but that's not what I'm talking about. And we finally discover that he spent his whole career not stringing telephone wire, but in the factory putting a coating on them. Mm-hmm. And he did that with hundreds of thousands of miles of telephone wire over the last 35 years. And he's bragging about that. And I guess this is supposed to be a funny scene. And I was fighting to stay awake. Well, if you're going to run into someone who tells you that he keeps telephone wires from corroding, I have to tell you that's a real conversation stopper at a cocktail party. (laughs) That's right up there with, have you met my sister? She's a welder by trade. You know, I mean, I can't go on and on about those. But anyway, that's another problem with this movie. There's this laborious trip back and forth across the country with De Niro dragging his one piece of luggage behind him. He finally discovers that it has wheels and a handle. Hello? He drags this luggage from one part of the country to the next. And again, when he gets to each child's home, each one of his children tells him that their lives are too jam-packed, they're too busy for them to spend any more than a couple of hours with him. They are rude, cruel, inconsiderate, selfish, shallow kids. I didn't like any of them very much. And that's another problem with the movie. You have kids that aren't nice to their parents. You have a parent who's kind of dull and he's dragging a suitcase across the country. You know, you have a metaphor that goes on and on and on because whenever the director can't figure out what to do between scenes, he shoots these telephone wires. And that's supposed to tell us in the audience that, hey, here's a guy who was in the business of creating communication systems, but yet cannot communicate with his family. We get it. I got it after the first 12 times I saw the telephone wires. (laughs) It's enough. Well, it was enough. I think that at the very, very end of the film, we kind of learn the mystery about this whole movie and kind of why everybody did what they did. Well, because they have a secret and they're trying to spare their dad from feeling bad. But by the time I got around to hearing this, I didn't care anymore. I have rarely seen a film with some very big actors in all the leading roles where I totally, totally lost interest in who the characters were, what they were doing, Mm -hmm. what they were going to Mm do. You know, Kate Beckinsale is quite beautiful, and she was nice to look at for the few minutes she's in the film. There was just nothing there that got me the least bit excited. I looked at my watch more during this film than in any film I can remember. I looked at my watch more than I looked at the movie. (laughs) That's how much I didn't like it. Look, it's not the worst movie by any stretch. And if you're a De Niro fan, you might want to rent this. I happen to think that a movie that was made a few years ago called About Schmidt, which actually travels over these same plot lines and so on, that one starred Jack Nicholson, was a whole lot funnier, and it had a lot more life to it. This is a gloomy, doomy movie. I get the idea, and again, I said it right at the beginning of this, This is a movie that a lot of people will identify with, and people will maybe find the movie interesting. I didn't like it. I don't think it's a fun movie. I don't think it's a very interesting picture. But it is another chance to watch a tamped down De Niro at work, so I'm going to give this a really flickering, and I mean it's almost almost doubtless, but I'm going to give it a flickering yellow. I think you're a wonderful human being. I did relate to the problems going on here. I do have grown children, and they don't live anywhere near me. Mm -hmm. But it didn't make me feel bad because I thought my kids would never do this. But I did kind of relate, but it wasn't enough for me to like this picture. 
I was also very bored. I thought it was dull. I thought it was badly done. I think there are moments in the film when De Niro is wonderful, but for the most part, he's a dull old man that I wouldn't want to spend a lot of time with. And I say that because I'm older than he is, but I just, <laughs> mm-hmm. I just didn't like this movie very much. I am also giving it a desperately gasping for air <laughs> yellow light. We're awfully generous today. I guess we have to be. Yeah. Two yellow lights from Anne and myself for Everybody's Fine. It was written and directed by Kirk Jones, and it stars Sam Rockwell, Kate Beckinsale, Drew Barrymore, and headlined by the great, although in this film not quite as great as usual, Robert De Niro. We're going to come back again with another movie. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it being better than this one. I know that Anne is, and I'll bet all of you out there are looking forward to the next movie, too, because Greenlight Reviews hopes that we're all going to run into each other, having a great time, hooping it up, and enjoying the movies. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, Yeah. right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? (laughs) The Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.